Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Is Prado Field green light? Fuck yeah. Hi. Hi. We're back. We're back. Another week. Can't get rid of us that easy. No. Um... God damn, they try, though. Yep, they do. The listeners want to get rid of us. We get emails all the time. Yeah, right. Stop talking! <laughs> no, we don't. Our listeners are lazy. Yeah, they, they don't like to do that. They don't email good or bad. They just, well, they're they like just us. stop listening. They're like yeah. us. <laughs> Which is why they like us. Yeah. I wouldn't email either. I would just be like, ah, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> Listen to the show once a week. Fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, that's all it takes. That's all yeah. we ask of you. Just give us 45 minutes, yeah. 55 minutes, whatever it or is. Or an hour. Or an hour sometimes. Or sometimes, an, I think our longest show was like an hour and a half or an hour 40. Was that a Star Wars show? Yeah, I think The Last Jedi was about an hour yeah. 40. That was a long one. It was a really long one. We had lots of deep thoughts on it. No, he didn't. Not really. I don't remember why we got so involved. Oh, you know what I think that? Well, Brandon was there and he's a motor mouth. He's a... (laughs) That's part of the problem. Fucking guy can't stop flapping his lips. Fucking motor mouth. Talking over people. Diarrhea of the mouth, motherfucker. (laughs) But I think the other thing was, is we were... That show, we were getting into um, like timelines and where everything fits and did this come before that? And so I think that took a lot of the time. Did we? I think so. Maybe it was our initial Star Wars show that was really long. Was it? Because that's where we ranked them all. That could be as well. And then yeah. Nick, that was a five, that was a five man party. Wasn't they it? Both were. Yeah. They both were yeah. the first two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Give us an hour. We'll give you a new life. Right. <laughs> or something. Some shit like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. So tonight's show is um, a little different for us, I think, because, um, well, actually, so a couple of things at work here. So this, this show is going to be, it's actually a really, really serious topic. Mm. Um, I would say, um, but not, not serious. Like the mental health shows we've done where it's like, no, you know, here's what we've dealt with. Here's how it feels like, you know, it's not um, opening a vein. No, it's not personal. It's stuff that we've heard. Yeah. Um, that is very disturbing and it's stuff that I didn't know was so rampant that it turns out it is right, but it's infuriating to hear it, Mm. but it should be infuriating here if you're a decent human being. Right. Um, but I'm guessing that there are people who would hear this and be like, oh, it's just, that's a Friday night, brother. Right. That's, you know, you'll understand that reference when I get into it. So in, in the course of, of, of dating and, and, and messaging gals, and you've, you've had the, you know, you've probably heard more of it than I have just because you've, you've the online dating stuff you've been through. Um, we hear, we always hear these horror stories about guys. Mm. And how fucking slimy they are and how shitty they are online and the stuff they say online and the messages they send and the pictures they send and the, yep. the, the, the aggressiveness and the stalkerish stuff and the, you know, um, can't take no for an answer and that kind of shit. We hear, you know, you've talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Um, and we, 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 we might be having a, a, a more, uh, we might have a whole show centered on that here coming up at some point, but anyway, um, so tonight's tied to that sort of. Mm-hmm. Tonight's show, I, I was t- t- talking to, to to a gal, and she was telling me um, stories, the same kind of stuff that you've heard on, from gals online, like you know, 
because in the course of talking to these gals, you you know, it just comes up like, hey, how's online dating been? Right? Like that just right. comes up as conversation, and that's usually my opening line. Yeah, sure, right. <laughs> and that I, opens up the door for yeah. a lot of bile. Yeah, and it and understandably so. And mm-hmm. and I and and I would be willing to bet that the first time you heard all that, you were a little taken aback. Yeah, because you like me probably assume that most guys are like us. Yeah, most. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shitbags out there for sure. sure. There's a lot of rapists and fucking whatever's out there. I get all that. But you'd like to think that most men are pretty normal every day, go to work, come home, you know, hang out with his buddies kind of guys. And it's such a far cry from the way you and I are with women that it just, it feels a little bit shocking, I think, to hear some of the stuff. Um, So tonight's show is a little bit more than just what's what's being said, though. And that's where the seriousness of this show comes in, is this goes beyond just shit that guys say. Right. This is going into shit that guys have done mm-hmm. to women um, that not not just inappropriate, but uh, illegal in, in, right. in, in a couple of, in, in all of the examples, actually, uh, that I have. Um, but as the women out there that are listening, for the three of you that we have, maybe or hopefully more, but and for the you know for the guys out there who have no clue about you know technically sexual assault, so much shit gets unreported because it's oh well you know I sent out a bad message or I wore this or you know gals do that they they mm. they, they 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 find ways to blame themselves, which you go to any you know you take any class in college on on sexual assault or rape or or that kind of thing, and that's one of the biggest things they talk about is women you know, find ways to blame themselves for it. Well, I shouldn't have put myself in that situation. I shouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. I should have been this. I should have done that. And, and guys are, you hear this all the time in the media and in, on TV and in movies, you know, fictional stuff too, of guys being like, well, she knew what she was doing, right? Mm-hmm. She knew what she was doing when she came over. She knew what she was doing when she did this. She knew what she, she was getting into. Sure. She knew what she was meant. She knew what she meant when she gave me that look mm-hmm. or when she made that comment. She's, you know, she wanted it, right? She knew. Okay. So, it's really hard not to make this a really serious show. I'm trying to keep it on 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 level, but it's hard to do because it's just it's a topic well, you don't joke yeah, about. Yeah, you can't. You can't make this funny. This isn't. Uh, it's not funny. Right. No. So I I guess we're gonna have to go down the vein of a serious show. Sorry, folks. So if you're not in the mood for a serious <laughs> show, I guess you should probably just bail. Um, but I wish you wouldn't because I really feel like there's some no, shit that needs to be deal. said. Yeah, there's some stuff that needs to be put out. Now I'm gonna give our listeners the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna say that our 48 rabid listeners that hear us every week are good fucking people. They mm. wouldn't hurt anyone else. They fucking you know they care about other human beings. They wouldn't do any of this stuff, and they're gonna be as shocked and outraged as I was when I heard it, as much as Chad was when he heard it. Mm. Unfortunately, there's probably somebody listening, <laughs> right? That has maybe yeah. done some of these things or something similar to these things. Maybe. And maybe they don't remember it, which is one of the points we're going to get to tonight. And if you don't remember it, you know, you're still a fucking asshole. That doesn't change anything, I, right. you know, really. But, um, or maybe you do remember it. And in, in that case, you're a fucking asshole. You should fucking, mm. you know, uh, you should probably deal with that problem by fucking doing whatever you got to do to fucking, you know, make yourself feel better fucking right. go pray or go do something motherfucker. so so anyway uh, let's just get to it. i'm stammering a lot because it's just the topic is it's a little it's it's kind of it's uh it can be touchy i think so um i was talking to a gal online uh and we had gotten to the texting phase yep and it, that and that stuff came up about experiences she's had and we talked about online dating and experience she's had on, on dates and and it started off innocent enough goofy shit you know guy shows up and he smells like fucking you know 
cut grass or a guy shows up wearing you know whatever and these are i'm just making these up but it was that wearing kind of sandals shit. and socks yeah yeah right right no that was me <laughs> you wait a minute fucker. Yeah, me. <laughs> you know so it started off innocently enough like right. he shows up and he you know he's driving a fucking hot pink ford pinto or whatever the fuck hey i drove but a it, cherry red ford pinto in high school well the red ones were sexy okay the gals liked those all right yeah he sure did <laughs> um <laughs> But it quickly evolved into hearing stories about that of dates they've been on or interactions they've had with guys where it goes way past just them looking ridiculous or saying stupid things. Yeah. Um, so one of the examples I, that I, that I wanted to bring up and I've only got, I've only got three of these, so it's not going to go on forever and I'll, I'll keep them brief. I just wanted to, I want to illustrate how, how disturbing it is. So in, in one of these, um, stories, um, this gal, was um in uh yeah i think it was in mexico or texas either way beach vacation essentially mm-hmm. i think it was mexico i'm pretty sure it was mexico they're at a resort and um she ends up um these this group of guys walk in and it was her and her friends and kind of as you would expect like you know they were probably fairly attractive guys i'm assuming mm-hmm. attractive girls right so it kind of as it turns out like gals and guys and gals start kind of pairing up that's just kind of a right. weird thing that happens Kind of like the high school dance, right? Like everyone starts, you know, oh, I guess I'll go dance with her. I don't her know if it's weird. It's biology. I guess. It just feels <laughs> weird to picture it in your head, right? Like a group of guys and a group of gals in the same room and you start pairing off. Like who's making the decision on how you're pairing with who? I guess that's what's weird to me. Well, I suppose like, but there's that whole social dynamic there that's yeah, in play where it's like the two most attractive people are probably going to be yeah, I suppose. to each yeah. other and then the rest are just kind of, well, do I want to be a part do of this or not? Do you fill in or not, right? If I do, then which You start one? conversing and then if right. you hit it off with somebody. Yeah. So yeah, you're probably right. Maybe it's not as weird as I make it out to be. Um, so they kind of start, that's how it starts. It starts off as a group conversation. They didn't right. know these guys, mind you. And they've been drinking, right? Everyone's been drinking. Mm-hmm. It's Mexico at the beach, right? And, um, this gal that I'm talking to is talking to this guy and it's, it's, it's not going that well. Like it, he starts to get really like suggestive and really like really pushing for, let's go back to your room. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. And she's not feeling it. Cause she, you know, she's not interested in him to that point where she's ready to do that. Right. So she decides that she's going to take off. So she goes and checks in with her friends and says, Hey, I'm going to go like you guys have fun. I'm going back to the room. I'm going to bed. This dude that I was talking to, I've, you know, he's not coming, you know, I don't want anything to do with him. Like I'm good. Mm. So she went back to her room and went to sleep. She thought she was done. Well, a couple of the gals that she was there that night with decided to bring this group of guys back to the room Mm -hmm. that these girls were staying in. And they didn't bring the, just the guys that they were with. They brought that guy too. Yeah. Now you've got, a bunch of drunk men in a, in a, in a resort room with a bunch of drunk girls. One of those drunk girls is, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say passed out. Cause I, I think she intentionally went to sleep. It's not like she fell on the floor and passed out. Right. She went to bed. Yeah. And she probably thought that that was a prudent, you know, she's, she's safe. She's in a bedroom. She's, she's in bed. Mm-hmm. So these gals who brought all these guys back and they brought back the guy that she didn't have a real good interaction with. Um, this gal wakes up at whatever point in the morning and this guy's got her shirt up around her neck and he's um, taking liberties with her with her to- with her breasts. That's ridiculous. I don't know how else to say it. You know, I don't know how to say it. Well, but right. yeah, he's basically, it's yeah, he's, he's having his way with her uh, right. with the shirt uh, basically off. She wakes up to that, mind yeah. you. Same fucking guy. So not only and now and she admits this, the girls that she went there with are are no longer friends with her. 
Mm-hmm. She admitted that that, you know, that wasn't the incident that tore him apart, but other stuff happened where she realized they weren't very good people. So one, I would like to point out that those girls are assholes. Yeah. They should have fucking been a little bit sharper than that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to, if you're going to come back, bring your guys back to the room, uh, that's one thing. Don't bring but the don't guy bring the was, fucking guy that right. already has issues with one of the gals that didn't want right. anything to do with him. Yeah. Don't put the fucking lion back in the room with the sheep. Right. Not that women can't take care of themselves, but everyone gets the point I'm making. So then not only were they back at the room, but no one's watching that fucking guy. Yeah. He knows that the that that girl that left that dumped you know walked away from him. He knows she's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing if it's a resort hotel room, it's probably like you know one or two bedrooms. Right. Like everyone's sweet. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's drunk. Yeah. So no one's keeping an eye on this fucking asshole. And he decides, you know, off of a whim, well, you know, she won't mind, I guess. I don't know. I can't, it's hard for me to justify what was going through his head. Because yeah, I can't imagine that. Sense. I can't imagine how, it. How do you get from... I don't know. I'm attracted to this gal to... There she is sleeping. I think I'm going to take off her shirt and play with her boobs. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't understand the thought process. That, where that happens. And she she left is. him at the bar. He must have known she wasn't interested. Yeah. If she was interested, she well, would have stayed there. Okay, but even... <laughs> Even if he didn't know that, well, right, well, right, crazy. you know what I mean. No, I, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying you're you're making the argument. The no, other I way. know. I just I'm mean not. it's just it's so hard to. Fathom. She's defenseless either way. She has no option. She's fucking sleeping. Right. Right. Uh, how do you? Right. How do you make that justification? Right. Whether you think you've been rejected or you think, right. or if she told you that she thinks you're the greatest thing right. since sliced bread. Right. Regardless. Right. Right now, you're not having that conversation. Right now, she's not giving you any signals right. that she's interested in right. you. Right now, she is fucking sleeping. Right. Right. Yeah. I, how do you... I don't know. How do you get that in your mind I, that, that's, that that's acceptable behavior? Uh, it blows my mind. Uh, it, it blew my mind to hear that other women put her in that position. Yeah. That blew my mind. Yeah. Longtime friends. These weren't girls she met the week before. Um, that blew my mind. And then, yeah, the fact that Okay, you made one huge mistake bringing him there, but then you're going to make a second huge mistake by not keeping track of this fucking guy. Mm. Uh, you're just going to lose track of him. You're just going to let him wander around, and you know your best friend is sleeping in the room. You know that he's got interest in her because they were making out at the fucking bar. Unless they just assumed that he was a decent guy I and guess. wouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't know. Or they were so fucking into whatever guy they were fucking around with that they just, you know, yeah. didn't care. Well, they're all drunks. So that's probably part of it too, right? right. Um. But yeah, so that, and, and that was, um, and as, and as I said at the beginning of the show, this wasn't a guy, this was, this wasn't a guy that was an asshole from the beginning. Mm -hmm. The reason she started even talking to him was because he, she, he seemed like a decent dude. Right. But the common theme amongst these stories is, is that after a couple of Jack and Cokes, things change in his head Mm -hmm. and now he's not that guy anymore. Now he's fucking predator guy. And he's just all about, oh, I've got to do this, or I've got to get laid, or I've got to feel this, or I've got to grab that, or I've got to do whatever, mm. right? So it's just something flipped in his head. So a wire got crossed somewhere. And that's the common theme with all three of these situations. And it makes me wonder how often that kind of stuff happens every single day. And then it makes me wonder, when you talk about unreport, that's sexual assault. So first of all, right. folks, if you don't know, that's illegal. Mm-hmm. He could be arrested for that. He should have been arrested for that. He should have been beaten for it. But, you know... The guys that should have beat him were also drunk and they were his friends. So, of course, they didn't. Right. right. You know, that's how that works. I'm sure they looked at it like, oh, you almost got away with it. Oh, okay. Mm. So, where was I going with that? It was assault. It was guys th- 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 oh, underreporting. So, yeah, that's this is one. I've got three of these stories. That's one story 
where it wasn't reported because what do you how do you what are you supposed to do like if you're the woman how are you what are you supposed to do you know call the fucking well first of all you're in fucking mexico <laughs> call yeah, the mexican police right. and be like oh hey you know yeah so i was i was making out with him right. but then he went too far and did this mm. and the cops i mean and i'm sure a lot of women are going to assume the cops are gonna be like yeah sure sure you know right i'm sure that that's how it went down right because that's you know law enforcement has gotten exponentially better about dealing with rapes with with rape and sexual assault but but there were there were decades in this country where sexual assault was a thing that you, uh, that's not a thing mm. well you're a woman you you know you wore that you knew what was coming you know you know what you wanted right uh, that kind of shit's mm. gone on for years and uh, again that's gotten very very much improved but i think that probably is still happening in some you know in some places and you know whatever needs to be dealt with but but yeah, just, you know, it happened and she felt gross and she felt violated and she felt disgusted and she felt, you know, right. How the so. fuck dare he? Yeah. Fucking super mm. pissed at him. Super fucking pissed at her friends yeah. for even allowing this to even happen, giving him access even. And I, from what I understood, her friends kind of just like, were like, well, you know, sorry, we didn't mm. know. Oh, okay. I guess it's that easy. Like, you, just, yeah. you know, that's good enough, right? Like, oh, okay. I guess we'll just go back to being fine then. Um, I don't know. I just, when she told me that story, I, I just, I was like, you, that, I, it didn't compute in my head. One, that he thought he had the right to do it. And then mm. two, that her friends basically were the gatekeeper. <laughs> right. Right. They didn't have enough sense. Blame it on the booze, I guess, but that's not really a valid excuse. Right. I mean, no. Yeah. She's your best friend. Uh, you know, at some point, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm making too much of it. I don't think I am, though. It just, it feels like, no, it feels like so. a situation that's, where that's, that's a big deal. It's a and big fucking they allowed deal. it to happen. Yeah. They basically almost encouraged it to happen. Yeah. They opened the door essentially for Liter- him. Yeah, literally let, let opened him the door. Yeah. And, right. uh, no one checked on her, right? Her friend, she didn't wake up cause her friends came in and said, what the fuck are you doing? Right. She just woke up cause there's a guy all over her. Right. I, it blows my mind. Mm. And you know, so him and the other guy, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I didn't ask how it turned out, but I guess my assumption is that, you know, she probably fucking told him what she thought of him. I'm guessing that probably broke up the party a little bit and the guys left. That's my guess. I would hope so. I would hope so. And I'm hoping that her friends also told him what they thought of him. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's example one of, yeah. you know, um, it started off just talking to a guy at a bar and that's how it ends up with, you know, him just assuming that, well, you know, she'll get into it. She'll be fine. She'll, she'll want it once I start, you know, she'll, she'll be all right. Right. Um, the second example I have is another date example. Uh, the same gal had this other story that she told me online date. Now this is an online dating thing. First date, right? Mm -hmm. She goes to this, she meets this guy at like a bar and grill kind of place. Applebee's kind of place, right? Sure. He's sitting at the bar. And from what I, from what I gather, there was, there wasn't a ton of tables around or that were open. So he's sitting at the bar and she's standing beside his stool and they're talking that way. She's standing beside where he's sitting at the bar. Okay. And like they're talking and talking and they're having a few drinks and talking and talking. And then I might be skipping over a step, but, but essentially like he grabbed her hand and put it on his, on his dick. Like he put it right on his fucking, like on the outside of his pants. Right. But basically put her hand right on his, on his, on his junk. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously she was disgusted and she was offended and she fucking, you know, was shocked. And because once again, in the messaging they were doing and the texting they were doing prior to the date, he was, you know, he mm. was nice enough to go on a date with. I mean, she went out with him. Yeah. She, it's not like he was, you know, a creeper online. Otherwise she wouldn't have went out with him. Right. And she told me that when they, when she met him and they, before they 
started drinking, he was a nice guy. Everything was fine. You know, normal dude. Like, you know, good personality. Um, seemed, you know, well-adjusted. Had a job, the whole thing. And then whatever it is, you know, get a few drinks in him and all of a sudden he's this animal that can't control himself, you know, yeah. grabbing this woman's hand that he's known for an hour and a half and, you know, basically making her grow, you know, making him or grope him. And again, I come back to the same question I went to on the first story was, I don't know what changes. I, I don't know. And maybe I'm forgetting. I don't think I am though, but I'm willing to bet that you don't have any examples either. I can't think of a time where I was drunk enough to where I thought that that would be something that I should go do. Either right. of those stories. Right. I can't think, I can't remember. No, I've been, I've been really drunk. And, and really I've horny. Been really horny. Sure, everyone and has. And I've been so drunk that I see a woman that I, I'm like, wow, look at her. There are so many things I would like to do with her right now. Um, I go to the basest instinct i'm i turn into this primal beast right but at no point as much as i may want to reach out and grab something yep i've i've never just done that that's never seemed reasonable has it no has and the only the only time i've done anything like that is when i've been in a relationship with someone mm-hmm and we're fooling around or we're playing around and I'll reach out and grab stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like slapping around the ass mm -hmm. or grabbing a boob or yep. that sort of thing. Yep. And though, I guess, I, I don't know now that, now that I say that, maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's, it wasn't specifically invited. It's not like we were making out, yeah. but we had a, an established sexual relationship. Right. So I guess in my mind, that's different than someone with whom you do you do not have an established sexual relationship right. or <sighs> that's a good fucking question i don't know, you know, cause I now, don't know now that i say it were you is that considered just being flirty and playful because you're already in an established sexual relationship or is that because you can blame someone that you're in a relationship with 100 happens all the time so now, used to be legal if you believe that in this country that used to be legal oh you're married oh that's not rape yeah god now i'm starting to question myself talking out loud like that i don't know thinking out loud i don't know i, you know, I mean I, I it doesn't know. matter I it, it i because the, the route i was going with is that i i've never done that to a stranger and i right. would never think about doing that to a stranger or someone right. i just met right but i've taken liberties in that i have touched someone without her saying touch me or please grab my breasts or please slap me on the butt or whatever. I've just taken the liberty to do that when I've been in a relationship but with I, someone. But I don't think women assume that they have to invite that every, that would be weird though. Right. If women had to say so, that every time, right? Right. Hey, will you, will you touch my butt when I walk by? That's awkward. And that's uncomfortable. If you're in a solid, yeah. if you're in an established relationship, you're physically intimate with each other. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of, every, you know, that stuff's in bounds. Not so, rape. No, but just like the flirty, touchy stuff. But where do you where do you cross that line Good then? Point. Is it I don't know. Is it out of bounds? Does I mean she physically she verbally has to say no? Oh yeah, yeah. You say no, right, and right. then you keep going. Well, that's rape. Sure, but can it be rape without the no? I think so. In a relationship, sure. So how do you know when that line is crossed? I don't know. That no scares idea. the shit out of me. What I if I've done that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where the line is. The line is wherever she says it is. But if you don't expressly talk about where that line is, how would you know? Right. Right. The line is when she says that's the line. 
but unless right. but unless we get to a point where she's specifically saying i would love for you to just playfully touch my breast after we drink five more vodkas well no one's gonna say that no one does right. that right that's not part of if you're already in a relationship and you're already being intimate with each other no one's gonna just start saying that right but you're right where where is the line if you're a guy you i guess you know i i feel like you got to play it as conservatively as possible until you find out you certainly can't go zero to 60. I mean, I've never, you know, you start by touching her sides. And if that, if that doesn't get right. pushed back, then you go for the hair. And if that goes, you maybe try for the button. If that, you know, that, I guess that yeah. play, it, play it as you go. I mean, if you're drunk and that now I'm saying that as you're both in a relationship, sexually intimate with each other, comfortable with each other, going that route, you know, starting small and building up. Right. If it's, you're on a date with a girl you're not in a relationship with, you're not right. even fucking doing that. Right. You just don't touch her. Right. In my opinion. Hold her hand. Right. You can do that. Just go for a hug at the end. Yeah. If, if, if you're getting good vibes. Yeah. That needs to stop there. Do a kiss. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. If she doesn't pull away or. <laughs> right. You know, with me, usually they're running to the car. So I just know that that means I should back in my car. Um, no you're right i don't know i don't know the line is wherever she says it is and i don't know how we i don't know how you determine that mm. i'm the same way you are though i'm in the same boat i i don't remember if i've ever i i don't know if i've ever done it drunk or, or not or if i was drinking or not but when you have a, a an established girlfriend or or whatever or you know you, you, you're intimate with each other you know, regularly or even if not regularly you've both been to that place sexually that you've seen everything and touched everything mm-hmm. i don't know i guess i feel like a slap on the backside isn't, you know, out of bounds because, you know, it's... it's no, I it's don't think being, so either. It's, it's just... It's being touching and feeling and playful and I'm not saying, that, you know, you, you don't you don't crank back and fucking let her have it. You know, but just like, a, you, know, right. a, you know, just a pat or whatever. I don't think yeah. that's... That doesn't feel out of bounds to me. I would do that. Yeah. And I guess you have to... I guess in that relation, you know, in that setting, I guess that you'd have to... I guess you'd have to hope that she's comfortable enough to tell you like, hey... I'd rather, you know, I'd rather you not do that because then the line is clear. Yeah, And I've never, that's the thing is I've never been in that situation where when I have groped or slapped or touched or yeah. whatever yeah. with someone I've been dating, yeah. they've never, I've never been told or they've never pulled away right. or right. Neither have I. I mean, it's always led to them grabbing me sure. in return sure. or it turns into something or it's just a funny little thing. Right. It's flattering. Yeah. He enjoys touching me. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. He appreciates my body, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. I've never been told no either, thankfully, because if it would be uncomfortable, uncomfortable for me to even hear no, like, please don't do that again. Right. That would be enough for me to be like, right. I would feel slimy just for that. Right. Um, I don't know. That's a fucking really good question. I have no idea. Hmm. I don't think we're qualified to answer it. I don't think unfortunately. we are. Yeah. No. Um, we're a couple of idiots. We have no idea how, like, we're not good with social cues in general, much less with, you know, how to right. handle well, that kind of stuff. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> but no, but I, but I, I don't know. I, that's a really fucking valid question. If you're in a relationship, then is that stuff just acceptable or not? I, I, I think it, I, I really, and I, I hate to, I hate to make it sound like, hey, gals, you're going to have to, you know, be, you know, you're going to have to make yourselves uncomfortable by saying it, but I, I don't, you, you, there's no way to know where the line is unless we're, unless you tell someone, you know, yeah. I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how, I don't know how, I, how else would yeah. you do it? Uh, if you don't want to say where the line is, then it, it goes both ways. I've been in a relationship with someone where I'm just standing there and she'll reach down and grab my junk. Right. And obviously I'm cool with that. Right. But 
if I wasn't, how is she supposed to know if I don't say, hey, you know what? I'd rather you don't do that yep. unless we're like in, in the moment, yep. in the mood. Yep. 100%. You know? And, and how is she going to know otherwise? She wouldn't. And that's the thing. Right. I, I think it, it has to be, you have to, I think, you know, if there's a line, that other person needs to know where the line is. And if they cross it, then fuck them. But you can't expect them to read your mind. I don't know. You know, right. if you're not comfortable with me touching your breast when we're making out, then I don't know if I can or not. I just, I don't know. Right. And you're, you know, I think it, I think it, I think it would be odd to be making out with a gal and to stop and be like, do you mind if I touch your breast? Just, I'm just going to brush by it. I'm not going to actually grab it. Mm. Like you can, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you could ask about that kind of stuff during making out. I'm not saying you just assume things. But, no, but there's but, so much ways to do that physically where right. your hand goes in that area right. and right. it's along the side or and the it's side a natural thing. feeling kind of thing. Right. Like and just, if she doesn't push you away or she doesn't squirm, then you then maybe assume, that's okay. Or sometimes yeah. they take your hand, they grab it and they sure. plant it. So Happen. your hand is grabbing right or boob. Right. You know, it's like they make it clear. Yes, this is okay. Right. This is inbounds. Right. Or even if they aren't that aggressive with it. If, you know, you just start moving your hand in certain directions and right. if they are uncomfortable with it, right. they will let you know. Right. And then it's up to you. If, if, if they start pushing your hand away, if right. you go for the boob and they push your hand away, right. then you fucking stop right. and you don't try to keep going back there. Right. You let her initiate when that's okay. Right. Which might be a month later. You have right. no idea. Right. But unfortunately, uh, the kind of guys that we're talking about, they don't understand what that is, right? They just you know just mm. take what they want is what it feels like to me uh, not not all guys right right um but there's a certainly a a, a a number of them out there that are playing it that way just you know whatever i want i don't and then i you know and then i then i tend to wonder well that's coming up here so third story mm. third example of this different gal so this is a different different gal that i dated and i, I remember her story because it, it struck me as so fucking creepy um her she was at a, a wedding of a family member and they were, she's riding back from the reception in the backseat of a car with a guy that, that she had known for a long time. Mm -hmm. Her family knew him. He was friends with the family member that was getting married. Like he was known to the whole family. It was him and her and another gal in the backseat of this car driving back from the reception going, I don't know where, you know, wherever they were going. They'd all been drinking. It's a wedding reception, right? So everyone's had a few. Yeah. And, um, out of nowhere, he leans over and reaches forward and grabs grabs her breast. Like, and I'm not talking just like a, it, it, from what I understood, it was a grab, like checking it out. Mm -hmm. Now, gals are wearing these, you know, bridesmaid dresses and shit. So I'm, you know, uh, I'm guessing he probably got a pretty good feel of what was going on back there. Cause it's not like she's wearing a sweatshirt. Right. Right. Um, and this was a guy that, you know, they grew up with, they knew the whole family knew, you know, her parents thought he was a great kid, great guy, all through high school, a great guy, the whole thing. Um, her family member that was getting married liked him. You know, they were friends. They were, they hung out like all American, American guy. Everyone liked him, but all of a sudden out of nowhere, he gets drunk and now he's, you know, he's groping women against their will. He's, you know, he's again, it's, you know, and you can laugh at me if you want, but that that's illegal that you can't grab someone's breast fucking without yeah, that's sexual assault. You can't do that. It's fifth degree in Minnesota. It is. So it's the same kind of thing. Like I, I it, it, so here's, so here's what made that story awkward. And it goes back to what we just talked about. That was a situation where the next time that she saw him, she's pretty sure he has no idea he did it. Yeah. She's pretty much convinced that he doesn't remember it. She remembers it. Cause she just got fucking violated by a dude. 
mm-hmm. you know. But she's pretty positive he doesn't remember it. So now, and she doesn't want to bring it up because he's not going to remember it anyway. So what's he going to say, right? Oh, yeah, I was drunk. Sorry. Fuck right. you. That doesn't even mean anything, right? That's not mm-hmm. a fucking excuse. But then the other th- part of it is he's a friend of the family, right? He's a friend of her family. He's a friend of her siblings. Yeah. He's a friend of he's a friend of her friends. Like they all know he's such a great guy. So she's you know she's not comfortable starting that fire, you know, going to her mom and saying, hey, just so you know, listen to what this fucking asshole, you know, listen to what blah 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 did. Well, that, mm-hmm. that, that you know what I mean? Like it's just starting a whole and and you know starting a fire. And she, I think she looked at it like, well, it's not worth starting a fire for. It's just, you know, I guess I'll just move on with life and just have to, I'll just have to live with it. No consequences for him. Right. And as it turns out, and from what I understand, now he's married with like two or three kids and, you know, still lives in the same community. She still sees him occasionally. Uh, or, you know, she still, when I was talking to her, she still saw him occasionally around town. And just, you know, he, he has no, no idea. He, he's, he's, there, nothing's changed. Right. He treats her like, the, like he did when they were in high school. I don't think he has any clue. Mm-hmm. And that, that story shocked me for, for well, it wasn't as, um, you know, grabbing the outside of the breast is still grossly inappropriate. Not quite as um, bad as, as that first example. As pulling up a shirt. Right. And, not, right. Not, as, not as bad as that when she's sleeping, sleeping on top of everything else. Right. Yeah. Not as bad as that. But this example shocked me because it's just, it's, it's so sad to me that he just gets a free pass because he was drunk. I, I, mm. I'm not saying he's asking for a free pass. Maybe if you were to call him on it and say, hey, you know, and you didn't, but let's say you got video of it. Hey, dickhead, look what you did. I'm not saying he wouldn't be like, holy shit, what the fuck? You know, I suck. Like, I'm so sorry. I would never, ever do that. Like, I'm so, you know, maybe right. he would. Right. But if, 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 the, if the victim, I'll call her, of the situation doesn't want to make a big deal out of it because she feels like it's going to ruin him or ruin the, you know, ruin the relationship with her family or whatever. If she decides that she's not going to create a problem for him, then he just, you know, just gets a free pass, you know? Mm -hmm. So either he remembers doing it and he's playing it off and doesn't want to deal with it, which I think would be hard to do. Or he doesn't remember it. I think, and she's convinced he doesn't remember it. And so am I. Yeah. No, that's probably the most likely. And I think it's very, it, it would be very odd for me to be in her shoes and to see him around town <laughs> after yeah. something like that. You know, it's like, uh, awkward, especially if he doesn't remember it. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause now in her head, all she can remember is him doing that. That's the other thing of it is, and I didn't, I should have asked her this, oh, whatever. I should have asked her this though, but like we're, have all of her memories, all of her positive memories of him. Are I wonder if those now? are all eclipsed now. Right. I right. wonder if that's all gone now. And all she knows when she sees him is he fucking grabbed me. Mm-hmm. I bet they did. That would be for me. Probably. Because everyone. It's a big difference. Yeah. He's the nicest guy ever until he gets a few beers in him. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. So I, I wanted to do a show on it to talk about, and, and I still want to get into some of the stuff that, that you've heard and that I've heard about guys, the way they act online. I think we've touched on this a little bit already, but I still want to get into some of that yet. But I wanted to get those three stories out in front Cause it's just, it's a whole nother level from guys just being stupid and obnoxious and creepy online. Uh, and I, I just, I, and I, and I, in this, this, that, that first gal I was talking about that had the first two stories, I remember telling her like, none of my friends would do that. Like I, there's, you know, I don't, I, I I've never, cause I remember telling her how shocked I was that this was happening. Mm-hmm. And I remember her saying, and she makes a great point. She's like, how do you know? Well, yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't. 
I've drank with you. I've gotten drunk with Joe and Brad, all these guys that I, that I clown around with for 20 some years. Right. But do you know how often those drinking with those guys has happened amongst a group of five or six single gals that are also drinking? Right. Almost zero. I have zero idea how these guys handle themselves around women. You, I've probably had more opportunity than anyone else, you know? Because like, I drink so damn much. No, because you and I were single for so long together. <laughs> yeah. You know, you and I went to bars occasionally. Right. Or like a great example, wedding receptions are a perfect, perfect, you know, yeah. situation for this. Sure. And, and great. And that, and that the other, that second gal, that was what her story was from, turns out. But wedding receptions is a perfect example. There's girls all over the place. Everyone looks good. Everyone's drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, where you could see kind of how guys act when they're drunk around women. Yeah. But these other guys, Brandon, Joe, and, and Robbie, and those kind of guys, the guys that we talk about on this show all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Just like that guy that that and from that story, everyone thought he was the greatest guy. You know, nice kid, well respected, good manners, got yeah. good grades, had a good job, and then he turns into it's Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, I and you look at guys. You know, I don't know. I'm not, and I'm not sitting. I'm, I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that Joe Thompson isn't that guy. So I just right. I've known Joe for right. too, way too long, and I'm I've been around him too much, right, to think that that's the case. But it does make you wonder friends that you have that you know let's say you know granted i'm in a little different spot the friends that i'm talking about are guys i've been hanging out with for 23 years 24 years sure i'm very intimately involved with how they think and how they operate so i can probably safely assume they are actually probably aren't those guys but if you have a, a good friend you've only had for five or six years to a lot of people that's a long time friend Mm. To me, it's not because my friends have all been around a lot longer than that. Right. But a guy you've known five or six years, you'd probably be comfortable vouching for him. Yeah. You know, I've only known him. I've, I mean, I've, yeah, it's only been five or six years, but we hang out all the time. Like, I know he wouldn't do that. Do you? I I don't know. And this gal that told me this wasn't trying to convince me that my friends were that way. Right. And she made it clear to me. And I, I should, I should say this on the show so that people don't think that she thinks all men are assholes. She made it very clear to me that she doesn't think all men do this. Like, you know, right. she understands that it's just a certain number of guys that do this. So she wasn't trying to convince me that my friends are that way. She was just saying like, unless until you've seen them in that situation with that, with alcohol in their system, you don't really know. Because guys are, you know, all three, all three of those stories involving two different girls, but all three of those stories, guys were up front. They seemed like nice guys. I'm not going to discount the alcohol. Alcohol? Why can't I speak? I'm not going to discount the alcohol because it obviously has an effect on people. It lowers inhibitions. However, it's also been known to be a truth serum. Right. And that you, true. I think for the most part, you wouldn't do things drunk that you wouldn't be okay with sober right you just have fewer inhibitions right that voice in your head that tells you in most situations like i want to do this or i should do this but i'm not going to i think the truth comes out when you're drinking right and a guy that is willing to do that while he's drunk also thinks it's okay to do that when he's sober correct agreed it's just that when he's drunk, he has the quote-unquote balls to do right. it. Right. Agreed. 100% right. Because a couple of the gals that I've talked to, this happened on first dates for both of them, two different gals, and it's it's so uncanny how these fucking stories line up. Um, alcohol, to my knowledge, was not involved in these two stories, but one gal was on a date with a guy, or, or maybe, maybe it was involved, but it was like a first date, and this had... This is just 
started. The data just started, so no one was plowed yet, even yep. if there were drinks involved. It was one, maybe. Yeah. It was. It was like even. fifteen minutes into the date. Right. 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 The guy reaches over yeah. and just grabs her boob. Yeah. A first date. First date. They hadn't, they weren't holding hands. Right. They hadn't talked about sex or anything like that. Right. There had been no kiss. Right. There were no signals, whatever. There, there was nothing. Right. That would have organically led to that. Right. It was a flat out, there's a boob right there that I really want to touch. So right now that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach across and just honk it. Right. Is what he did. Right. Another gal first date exactly the same thing that you described she was there with a guy they were at a bar talking it was probably a little bit longer into the date i don't know for sure but he wasn't drunk i don't get the impression he was drunk but he grabs her by the wrist pulls her hand down and puts her hand on his cock yeah same exact situation. Well, this guy was drunk in my story, but yeah, same thing. But it's the same. It's yeah, it the is. same. Same story. Fucking thing. And yeah. I was, I was like blown away when yeah. these gals told me this. That's what was always I. Because I'm like, how? I've, uh, I've been with women where things get hot and heavy. Sure. And you're overpowered by lust. Sure. And she's got her hands down next to your junk. Right. And you're making out and it's hot and heavy and your hands are all over, all over her. Right. And you're ready to go. And I've taken, and I, I have done that in the midst of passion like that. I've slid her hand over to where I wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe that's a dick move. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's different again, because we are all over each other in that moment. Yeah. She has felt me against her. She has let me put my hands on her. We are making out. We have established a consensual sexual relationship at this this point. And to me, that is a far cry from, I don't know you. I'm just getting to know you now. Right. And I think you're attractive. Right. So I'm going to put your hand on my dick. Right. Right. And it happens apparently so fucking often. These, because this is so normal for, and it, yep. like you said, not to interrupt you, but like you said, these go unreported. Yep. I think part of it is because women probably, it, it seems like it happens so much that women are just like, well, boys will be boys. And that's the wrong way to look at it, but I'm not going to sit here and judge. But I mean, it, it seems to me that maybe that's why some of the stuff does go unreported is because it's the norm. Yeah. They're used to it. They're so fucking used to it. And, and that's disgusting. And the, the, uh, that first girl I talked about that had the two experiences, the two stories, of the same gal. Um, she she told me that all of her friends that have have been have dated or been you know in the dating universe for any period of time, or even been you know socially out at bars, whatever you know, socially a you know, single amongst men, you know, partying or whatever, they all have their own set of stories. Like every woman, she, she every friend she has has stories like that. They're all different stories. Yeah. So like, and that's just one group of like four gals. Right. So wait a minute. I'm, I, I'm hearing all this from one gal who's got three friends that all have similar stories. Yeah. From, a, a, I would assume all different guys. Right. Right. That's four women. The sample size here is fairly small. Mm-hmm. So, and now you've got stories. And then I've got that second gal who had the other incident, the, the wedding thing. Yeah. Uh, that story. 
I did. I don't know. She, I'm, I'm, I would have to assume she's got friends that have had similar stories. You've talked to gals that have had similar stories. Mm-hmm. What in the fuck is going on here? Yeah. What's going on? It's apparently it's commonplace. I, and I can't, I, I don't no understand wonder it. women are so leery of guys. No shit. That's what I said. That's that. And I, I'm, I, well, I were, I'm just going to fucking say it. Spoiler alert. Um, we're hoping to have a couple of gals on our show, mm. um, to talk about, um, their experiences with online dating and, and men and bad experiences they've had. Right. Um, cause we, I think, I think that's the best way to do this is to get their perspective from them. Right. So we're hoping to make that happen. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, it, it blows my mind that, that in the, you know, the handful of gals that you've heard this stuff from the two gals I've heard this stuff from. I just, that's less than 10 women and they all have multiple stories about this. Yeah. So obviously how widespread is this problem and, and what, what's going to be done to correct it? How do you fix this problem? Well, here's bad news. There's not a quick fix for this problem. No. The fix is that that these fucking guys are raised right. (laughs) Right. That's the fix. Isn't, is it not? Well, I I don't know of another way to fix it. Yeah. Somebody has to put it in their head. No, I know. Punishment. Is one thing if it goes, you could say if it's reported, well, women could report this more often, right? But then all of a sudden, what if that you know spikes by three hundred percent? How right. seriously are they going to take all this right. stuff? Are they right. going to, you know? I mean, that's the thing is if suddenly the floodgates open up, right? You know, it's like the and I'm I'm not going to get political or anything here, no. but the Me Too movement sure. and that sort of thing sure. when when the floodgates open up. A lot of times the validity of these things come into question yep. because then it's like, okay, did this really happen or is this person trying to make some money? Right. Or is this person upset with this person for someone else? And the power of words is so right. powerful right. right now that you accuse someone of something and just right. by accusing them, you have, you have, you know, you can ruin their the damage life. Is done. Yeah. Right. So I don't know where I was going with that, but the, I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is if you if you start reporting all this stuff, how much of it is going to be taken seriously as opposed to how much of it is going to be taken as, Oh, you're just saying this because he rejected you and you're trying to get him back or, yep. or, or whatever. Yep. Because I do believe that some of these accusations that happen out there, I think they're full of shit. Sure. I think a lot of these, not a lot, maybe, I don't know what the percentage is. That I'm not going to fucking go there, but I, I, I'm pretty convinced that a lot of these things that go reported that, that are reported didn't actually happen. But because of that, you've got the few that ruin it for the, for the others that really probably should come forward and say stuff, but maybe won't because they'll think that they're just being, no one's going to believe them. Right. Well, and that's that. And that goes back to that second gal I'm talking about with the wedding, the wedding story guy, you know, the family friend, Mm. that's why she didn't ever tell anybody about him because what she, you know, it would have created a whole thing for him. Like the family's you know, friendship would have been ruined. His reputation, would, you know, it's a small town. His reputation would have been ruined. Yeah. You know, it, I'm not saying it would ruin his life. He probably deserved it, but that's, she was trying to be, she looked at it like, well, it wasn't, you know, I'll just have to just live with it. It's not worth destroying his reputation and, and destroying the relationship he's got with everyone in town. Hmm. That's a shitty decision to have to make. Yeah, it is. Now reporting him, maybe wouldn't have taken the trauma away, right? That wouldn't, you know, just because she reports him or tells her mom about it or whoever. Yeah. That doesn't mean that she feels 100% better already and she's moved past it. No. But of course it, not. But at least he would have been held, 
he'd have been taken to task for it a little bit. Right. I would hope. Yeah. Legally or otherwise by a couple of friends, you know, whatever it takes. Mm. Um, I don't know. So it's just, it's, it's, you're, you're right. When the floodgates open and everyone starts reporting this stuff, the media and, and, and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people start, start saying, oh, well, that's the popular thing to do now is you have to, you know, you make these accusations and you do this and you do that. And, but you're right. Is it, it's, it, it, it's, it's kind of like the crying wolf thing is what it turns into because the ones who are making it up, man, I fuck. There's so many women out there that have been violated by shit like this Mm -hmm. that don't want to say anything because they don't want to be accused of being of lying. Right. Or in the, you know, worst case, you know, the the situations that we talked about were inappropriate touching and groping, which are horrible, but you start crossing even that line and get into just full on sexual assault. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, a lot of these gals, they don't want to have to deal with you know, going to court. They don't want their name in the reports. They don't want this. They don't want that. And the criminal justice system has gotten a lot better about protecting victims of those, of those, you know, it's not like it was 30 years ago. Sure. 30 years ago, 30 years ago, they put the victim right on the stand and be like, so what did you do to make him think that, you know, what mm-hmm. did you say that made him want to do that? What did you, what were you wearing? That's really how it worked. Yeah. Like I've got a degree in it. I've studied that shit. And they, they don't do that anymore. I fucking like to think that most places in this country don't do that anymore. But it's still that that scarlet letter kind of thing. Like, oh, well, I don't want to report it because then everyone's going to know what happened and I'm ashamed that it happened to me and I feel guilty. And right. I, I don't want someone to say that I created the situation or I shouldn't have been there. I should have put myself there. It's almost like... It's hard, it, it, it's hard because I... Like my, my sister's you know, uh, they're in their twenties now, but, and one of them's married and one of them probably will be soon. But you know, when, when, when they were dating and occasionally I would talk to them, I'd be like, look, you like, please be careful. Like, you don't know, you know, right. you don't know whose house you're going over to. You don't know what he's like. You don't know what he's like after he gets drunk. You don't know what his friends are like, like just constantly like reminding people, like, you've got to be careful about this shit. And so when, when something happens, and this is just dawning on me as I'm talking, it's crazy stream of consciousness or something, I guess, but it's crazy to me that if something were to happen to them, would they be comfortable telling me what happened to them? Or would they assume that I would in the back of my head would be blaming them? Like, Oh, well, look, I told you, you always got to be careful. That's a good point. I would never, ever, ever say they deserved it or they had it coming or they asked for it. Right. Absolutely. Fucking not. But would they be scared that in my head I would be judging them? Like, well, you should have known better than drinking at that guy's apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, I feel like know. now I'm starting. Now I'm doing the same thing you are. Now I was dotting on me. Right. Well, now am I that fight? Now you know, and never. It was never my intention to be that guy. Mm. I'm just trying to remind them, like you don't know what's out there. There's a lot of fucking animals out there. Right. But in doing that, I have I created a situation where they wouldn't tell me if they had experienced it. Yeah. Huh. Right. Never occurred to me until we just talked about it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's... I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I really, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm really hopeful that we can get, if we can find a gal or two that will come on our show mm-hmm. and have a talk like this. I'm really hopeful Agreed. because I really, really, we really need to hear the other side of this because we're not, we're not women. We don't know what it feels like. We don't know how that, how that goes ar- around their head. Right. We, we, you know, we don't know, um, how they move on and how they feel comfortable around men again. We really need to hear it from someone. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we can sit here and we can speculate. That's all we're doing. 
that's right. All we have doing. no idea what we're talking. Right. About. No, really, uh, we yeah. don't know. We're just going off of stories we've heard, and we, you know, I'm not saying we don't believe those stories. I think you and I, both of our situations, why would these girls make it up? Right. I mean, I, yeah, right. I think they're they're the true stories for sure. But we still we don't understand the depth of it because we weren't there. Mm. We, you know, we, so I don't know. I'm hoping that we can get. And that'll be a serious show, you know? I mean, that's going to yeah. be a fucking pretty intense show, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess to start wrapping this thing up, like, you know, we're a couple of clowns, and we fuck around a lot, and we swear a lot, and we say inappropriate shit, and we burp, and we talk about dick size, and whatever. We're fucking clowns. We get it. <laughs> but there are some times where you where a topic is just, it's, 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 a, it's important enough to us, even as a couple of idiots, that we feel like we need to bring it out. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Like the stuff that we just talked about, we, you and I just did it. When you talked about like when you're when you're drinking with an established girlfriend that you have a physical relationship with, if you just randomly grab her, grab her boob or grab her her ass, mm-hmm. now you start to feel like, oh, well, is that did that make her uncomfortable? I don't know. Like you start right. to second guess yourself. Right. And like me just now, just saying like all the warning I do to, to gals in my life about being careful. If something were to happen, now would they assume that I'm going to blame them because I warned them? Yeah, that's the kind of shit that maybe somebody listening is gonna gonna hear this and be like, wait a minute, yeah, maybe I, you know, maybe there's someone out there that does that with their sisters, warns them up and down about being careful, and then if something happens, you got to think, what are they gonna think of you? Mm. Are they gonna be comfortable telling you anything? Right. So I don't know. I guess you know we know we're not changing the world here, right? No. But no. I, but it would really be cool if we even if one person out there fucking heard this and said, wait a minute, I'm a fucking prick. Yeah. I assumed that if a girl smiles at me that I have the right to grab her ass, right? Or whatever. Yeah. I would like to think he came to that realization before we said anything. But yeah, sir, if you're out there, just so you know. <laughs> you're an asshole. You're a fucking prick. You can't yeah. do that. Yeah, I don't. Right. I can't believe you haven't been told that already. No, and you're right. I think it comes to upbringing and being yeah. taught How what's do you right fix that? Wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there needs to be a, 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 an adult needs, a, and it can be man or woman. I'm not saying it has to be a dad. Mm. There's single moms out there that'll, you know, whip a kid's ass for touching a girl the wrong way right Right. i'm not saying it has to be a dad somebody needs to get in these fucking guys heads though when they're young right it's too late when they're 30 right right when they're fucking around doing this shit at college parties it's too late already they already think it's okay some something in their head already clicked that they now i'm not saying they don't need to be corrected right you try hey dickhead you can't fucking do that again of course right but as far as trying to find a fix for this problem at an at the root it goes back to childhood i think I would agree. I That's mean, where that stuff starts. It's entitlement is what it is. Sure it is. These guys feel entitled. I'm a man. I'm a, man. Um, I'm a lion. Hear me roar. I yep. get to do whatever yep. I want. I want something. I'm going to go and take it. Um, and that's, I don't know if part of that's biology. I know we are primal animals yep. and I, I get that, yep. but that's a shitty excuse because sure. like I said, um, I get those feelings and I feel very horny sometimes. Sure. And I mean- I, I get that, but I still have the wherewithal to understand that if it's not consensual, right, that's out of bounds, right? You know, right? And excuse me, I'm assuming that's because my parents taught me well, or maybe it's because I didn't watch dirty movies growing up. I I don't I don't know I don't, I don't know, know what I don't, I don't know, know what either. the cause is, I but there is a sense of entitlement, yep. out there. Then that's that's the cause of it, yeah. So how do you 100%. make these guys understand that no, you aren't fucking entitled? Right. You right. do not have that. You don't, you don't own, get to do that just because you want to do it. Right. You don't own their body. Right. Right. You can't make. You're not allowed to make that decision on what's right. appropriate and what's not. 
Yeah. So um, I, I don't know. We don't have, uh, and I knew we weren't going to have, you know, this answer is way no. beyond us, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, socially speaking, I, it makes me nervous having a daughter. It makes me very nervous. Sure. How do you, how do you raise them? Right. You know, not, not, not how do you raise a daughter not to inappropriately touch men? Although that does happen. Um, how do you raise a daughter to be confident and strong and still be able to go out and have and have good times with guys right. and have fun with guys, right. but having it be completely good on both ends, right? Consensual yeah. on both consensual on both sides. How do I raise her to not be paranoid and hate men? I don't know. I have to figure that out. She's only four. I've got plenty of time. You do have some time. I know, but how do you do that? How do yeah, you make it? No how idea. do you make the world look like it's not full of just fucking animals? Which apparently it is. It feels like it. Yeah. From our perspective, it feels like it. Yeah. The little, the small, tiny circle of guys that you and I pal around with, the five or six guys, seven guys, mm. well, the guys essentially that are on this show all the time, right. plus a couple others, we're pretty confident those guys aren't those guys. Yeah. But boy, there's about five billion other men out there. I'm pretty sure that they're not all the same way we are. Well, three billion. There's that, six billion people on the planet. Oh, is there? Yeah. I thought we were at 10. Oh, are we? Yeah, I thought I read 10. Okay, never mind. I'm kidding. I have no fucking idea how many on the planet. And you're an asshole for even fucking calling me on it. Oh, I am an asshole. I was rolling. <laughs> I know you were. Um, it's my job to derail your shit. It's what I do. My soapbox just crumbled down back on the floor. I can't <laughs> I look down my nose at anyone. <laughs> uh, no, so I don't know. We don't, you know, obviously we don't have the fix, but um, I, I don't know. I, I hope this show was of value to, to anybody. Even if no one learns a life lesson from this show. I think we just wanted to expose it because I had no idea it was that bad. I didn't think it was that prevalent no, either. I didn't either. So I knew that shit like this happened. Sure. But I, I never would have guessed that it was so, so many people are just like, oh yeah, that happened to me. Right. Ugh. All these women have stories. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's just crazy. the five, four, three women that we've talked to do. Yeah. You'd have to think almost all of them do. Right. And that, and of all the women I've talked to online, these are just a few that actually talked about that stuff. Well, right. I mean, I have right. no idea. Right what others may have gone through that we just never got to that point sure. in conversation. I sure. mean, chances are probably based on this good that they've experienced yeah. the same kind of shit. That's what I'm thinking. And you start, you start working the numbers out and you're like, how many fucking guys act like this? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. All righty. That was a hell of a show. It was. Hmm. I got to take a piss. That's how we're going to end it. Well, well, I got to take a piss. We better we stop the show, to, but I do have to take a piss. So you're getting up no matter what. Well, pretty soon. So should I Unless, just talk by myself? Do you, want, do you want to say anything to close her out? Should or? I go back to the afterglow days where I just sit here and talk to a wall while you're in there taking a leak? <laughs> the afterglow. Remember that one? Yeah, That's a callback, boy. <laughs> Nobody knows that story. Oh, there's about three guys that know that yeah, story. Yeah, that was a massive, think, that was a pretty deep callback. Or two. <laughs> All right, we'll cut it. Afterglow. Uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, no shit. <laughs>